with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Welcome to the post show, pre show podcast, or something like that. The uh, paper, 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 <laughs> that thing. Uh huh. Boy, we had a, a, a fun radio show uh, this morning. Thanks to the wonderful listeners that uh, I guess reach out and, and help make it what it is. Uh, yeah, it was um, I guess a sleepover day. Jack, you love the sleepovers, huh? I, I imagine when you were a young girl, you did a lot of sleepovers, uh, supposed sleepovers, I think, and then you girls would end up going out. Let me just guess that happened. No, we were pretty good. I mean. My parents always hosted all the sleepovers, and I think they were smart on that end. They knew that if they wanted to keep eyes on me, I actually had to be in the house. Hey, yes. you can plead the fifth on this question, but uh, were your parents those kind of parents that would let everybody come over? And nobody ever drive, but they let like all your girlfriends drink at your house at no. a longer age? No, my parents were the no drinkers, mm. which is shocking now. Knowing yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, like, what a surprise. Will you be that mom when like, Kennedy gets old enough, uh, 17, 18 years old, having a couple of wobbly pops? I don't know. I don't want to be, but I think maybe when she's 18, no, I don't have a choice. You'll be wrecked anyway. <laughs> yeah, who knows? What do I know? But, um, and you know, history dictates not always, but nine, nine out of 10 times, the kids that didn't get a chance to drink in the house, they find ways and they usually end up, uh, yeah, being those ones, right? Look at me now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect example. Lush. Thanks a lot, Greenleys. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we talked about sleepovers. We talked about uh, teachers. It's a National Teacher Appreciation Day. Mm-hmm. And we talk a lot about teachers on our show. I think we understand the importance of them. We all had those very special teachers in our lives. Jack, you still talk to your teachers all the yes, time. Yes, I do. My uh, grade 12 phys ed teacher, Miss Chizotti, we still chat 16 years later and yeah. she's awesome. She really inspired me and she's really pretty. How- yeah. <laughs> 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 Would you still be friends if she wasn't pretty? Yeah, but not as good friends. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. She's a phys ed teacher. She keeps a you know tip top shape. She's awesome. Uh huh. Yeah, Matt, your teachers were all good. I had so many amazing teachers. Yeah. I I wish I knew. Oh, what I know now back then. Yeah. And I would be a way <laughs> different student. Yeah. But like even more so in my case, because like, I don't think you guys would speak to me if you knew who I was in high school. Like I, I never got in trouble, but yeah. I was just the, the most annoying kid on the face of the planet. And I'm sorry to everybody who knew me. And for those of you who put up with me, thank you. So you've changed? <laughs> was there Surprisingly, so much yes. There. So you were worse? Way worse. <laughs> I don't know. Don't be flabbergasted. It's true. All right. And my friend Glenn told a crazy golf injury story that's on this podcast that you don't want to miss as well. I mean, it's just like, oh, keep your heads up on the course, man. On a swivel. Things can happen. When you hear that four, like, don't think it's a hole over. Just Uh, duck and cover. Always duck and cover. (laughs) Uh, All right. Here it is. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning, a mix of sun and cloud today with a chance of showers this morning and into the afternoon, windy and a high of 24 degrees. Well, four furry creatures are causing pandemonium at the Calgary Zoo. You know we had to say it. Where people lined up to see the debut of four new pandas. Now, the two giant panda cubs were in a very playful mood yesterday, wrestling and rolling around in their nearly 2,000 square meter indoor-outdoor habitat at the zoo. They got a bigger enclosement than my house. Mm. As they should. Mm-hmm. They're big. Fair. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, it's so far away, but when you see the images, it's absolutely terrifying. This volcano eruption in Hawaii. Have you guys been watching the footage? Kilauea volcano is, of course, erupting. Molten rock, toxic gas, and scalding steam are now pouring from new openings in the ground created by the eruptions. And lava has destroyed more than two dozen homes and resulted in evacuation orders for nearly 2,000 people. The footage I saw yesterday, it was literally molten lava mm-hmm. taking over a car. 
yeah. and destroying it. Yeah. Like, done. No yeah. more. Going yeah. over the gates, everything. No wonder, uh, allegedly, the dinosaurs weren't big fans of the volcanoes because they, uh, yeah. they're a pretty big deal. Hopefully oh, yeah. it ends soon. All they right. still don't know when it's going to stop. Hmm. Well, we often hear of people winning the lottery on incredible stories down in the States, like the lady that bet $18 on the Kentucky Derby and won $1.2 million. Nice. Well, now we have a story a little closer to home, which brings all of us hope. This comes from Vancouver. A man marked his birthday, his retirement, and a winning lottery ticket on the same day, earning $1.5 million. Isn't that incredible? Pretty good little stipend for the old retirement yeah, fund. I think, See? yeah, a lot of people actually retire, you know, their retirement day is the day they win the lottery, but it's not planned like that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Ping Shum from Vancouver says, I've worked hard for so many years. I'm looking forward to sharing this fortune with my family. I am legit happy for him. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know. Awesome. Hey, Shania Twain is coming to Edmonton mm-hmm. tomorrow and Thursday. We've got your tickets right now, but you're going to have to compete with somebody to win them. Uh, be callers 9 and 10. It's 780-421-1039. You're going to get a chance to play a little game called Any Man of Mine. Love it. All right. 780-421-1039. It's a soggy Tuesday morning. It's Scotty McCreary. It's five more minutes. This is Kissin' Country 103.9. You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Tell me something good. It's also National Teacher Appreciation Day, and I'd like to think that there may be some teachers involved in this incredible story from Austin, Texas, a young 13-year-old. What were you up to when you were 13, Matt? Uh, Not anything good. Yep, Probably there it not is. this. Aiden uh, Horowitz was his name. Is his name. He created a website called dogdo or dogdon't.org. And basically, the website tells users which shelter dogs at the Austin Pets Alive might just be right for them. Uh, you actually fill out a survey about your lives, the size of your home, the amount of barking you can tolerate. I like that. <laughs> and how long a future pooch might uh, be home alone each day, and you receive a score. And that would match you up with this shelter dog that would be perfect for you. By the way, if you receive a 0 to 10% as far as the score goes, uh, the website tells you you might do better with a cat. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely a 0 to 10 guy. 13 oh, yeah. years old, and he's come up with this website That's to really line neat. you up with your, your specific dog. Or Hope he's making money off cat. it. Is it like Facebook? I don't know. It's so hard to say, but he'll probably start selling sponsorships. On I it, think right? so. Exactly. But anyway, there you go. If you want to be inspired today, be like little Aiden Horowitz. He's 13 years old, and he's just developed a website. We need one of those up here in Edmonton. What? Well, I guess the Edmonton Humane Society is a pretty fantastic website. If you're ever looking to adopt a dog, yeah. head check them out. That's uh, for sure. All right, awesome. Way to go, Aiden. We uh, we see you this morning. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Where you you're not there yet, Jack, but you wait till your little Kennedy. I am so excited about sleepovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just finished our basement, and we had that in mind. We were like, we're gonna have all the kids; they can just all sleep down here. It'll yeah. be so fun. <laughs> you say that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the only times I remember the sleepovers when Mom said, "No, you can't have a sleepover." Yeah, and then I'd have a freak out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I believe it. But all the kids are sleeping over somewhere. Matt yeah. would say, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. You want the kids to all be coming to your house because then you know where they mm-hmm. all are, especially yours anyway. Uh, we'll be looking for your sleepover stories or maybe the strangest and most unusual place you've ever slept. So think about that, just like Ashton did. I've slept on the floor <laughs> lots of times when I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In- intentional or non-intentional? No, non-intentional, no. <laughs> all right, we want to hear from you. 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939 Sleepover Stories. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Yeah, it's a sleepover day. So we're talking about sleepover stories or strange and unusual places you've ever slept. This is adorable. We just got a text at 103.939. When my husband and I were dating 38 years ago, he was seating the night shift and I rode with him till about 1 a.m. And then I took a sleeping bag and slept on the hay bale stack till he woke in the morning. That sounds like a Blake Shelton song. Literally. That is. Isn't that how Big Green Tractor starts? Well, they ride in the tractor, yeah, same kind of idea. Then, then there's the roll in the hay, I guess. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 780-421-1039 is always the number to call. Yes, Travis. All right, so it was my girlfriend's graduation, and, we, you know, we had a few drinks. Long story short, my girlfriend's brother ended up spiking my drink with about four ounces of tequila. Hmm. I ended up passing out on the toilet with my pants down. A- at her house? At her house. Oh, yeah. Mm. At least you're you're safe from the the old pee in the pants. Well, that's true. Then I didn't know any of this, and I woke up, and I'm in my bed, and she's like, you have no idea what happened, did you? I was like, nope. Uh Uh-oh. And let me guess who had to carry you with your pants down to that bed. Oh, yeah, she did. Oh, I thought it was her father. Yeah, I was going to say, Dad? No. <laughs> Matt, you've already golfed more this year than yeah. I will golf this year. Yeah, three rounds already. That's all, yeah. I'll definitely not get three rounds in. But uh, it's that time of year, and uh, so Glenn's going to tell us a story that involves... Just over $20,000. Just over $20,000. <laughs> How can just over $20,000 in golf be related? Well, he'll explain all of that in an hour's time, and you do not want to miss the story. It's shocking. Uh, it really is. It's sleepover day. So we're talking about, uh, I guess, sleepovers and strange and unusual places you sleep. First of all, I was, I was telling you guys, my sister-in-law, Sharon, I love her. But from the time our kids were born to now, when they're 21 and 23, every time we go to her house, she like almost kidnaps our children for sleepovers. Like it was just... That's you, so cute. You could, it is kind of cute, but like I would be like, no, we actually have to take our kids home. We've got to do this tomorrow. We've, <laughs> they've got hockey. They've got basketball. Oh, we'll bring them home. Don't worry. We'll bring them we'll home. We'll bring them home. She, I'll put them, in, put them in a cab. She always... I think that people can relate. They've got that aunt or that cousin or whoever it is that always wants you to sleep over. I'm like, do you guys not have fun as a family? Why do you need my kids involved? <laughs> How did the kids feel about it? So oh, they loved it kid, too. They, they were like, yeah, come on over, stay over. Yeah. And the problem was, so did my kids. So it usually ended you up You had to with, be bad cop. Well, yeah, I tried, but usually we left without our kids because they'd go run and hide and you couldn't find them. And you'd be just, I just that's finally so like, ah, let's just go. Um, so that's the sleepover uh, side of it. Uh, just sleeping in strange and unusual places. Uh, Jack said, "Where? where's the strangest place you've slept? I mean, radio stunts. So we've slept on the uh, field at Commonwealth Stadium yes. a number of times with Hope Mission, of course. But the strangest, weirdest place, I'll never top it. It was on top of that crane with our buddy Darren uh, from Hertz uh, above Hope Mission when we were like 120 feet above, right? Yes, we were. On that little crane thing and we slept there. Jack uh, literally was so scared. She never moved. She never peed. She never did anything. Didn't even talk. But the I, classic <laughs> jo- Jack shutdown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I spread, I spread out like a starfish. There he wasn't... had the best sleep of his life. It was Darren, Chris, and I, but the whole <laughs> crane belonged to Chris. I was just hanging. the white and the Oreo? Oh, man. There was, I don't know. I was just, I was the Oreo. I was everything, right? <laughs> he was everything. Yeah. But anyway, that was a strange thing. Jack, you sleep a lot in your Jeep when you're just waiting to, to Let me tell things. you, Jeep Grand Cherokee, comfiest seats ever. They yeah. recline and I sleep everywhere because I catch sleep where I can. If yeah. I'm 20 minutes early to pick up Kennedy, I'm sleeping in the parking lot to save on foods. That's Are you, you that do? mom that sleeps in the driveway of her own house before <laughs> she goes in? <laughs> yeah. If Kennedy's sleeping in the car, I'm sleeping too. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Matt, you seem like you could just sleep anywhere. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I've slept mm-hmm. in uh, tunnels. 
mm-hmm. at work. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, deep yeah. in the ground, <laughs> underground, like a troll. Dig your way into a tunnel and then yeah. just fall asleep. I'm no stranger to the work truck sleep. Oh. Mm. Oh, back in the day, I might, I never went to bed at the right time. So yeah. I would just, every time I hit the <laughs> chair, I'd fall asleep in any car. Yeah. Truck. Didn't matter. Yeah. As long as you weren't driving. Yeah. This I was going to say. I never drove because I knew I wanted to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you drool when you sleep too, don't you? I have night terrors. <laughs> Anyway, Great. <laughs> uh, tell us your sleepover story. We'd love to hear from you this morning. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Time for your Sheets Head story of the day. These are those stories of people that make us feel better about ourselves, Matt. Like, you know, these, these people, <laughs> and we need them. These people are like next level dumb, would you say? Yes. All right. Here's a perfect example. Of course, with the legalization of marijuana coming uh, in the next few months, I'm not sure exactly what that's going to do for urine samples and things like that. But a Colorado woman, which, again, is another place where it's legalized. So, yeah, they've been smoking a cig of weed for a while now. But you still got to do a sample for work and things like that. You're really? not allowed to be high okay. at work. Yeah, you're not Surprise, allowed to be high Matt. at work. Surprise, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> I got to go. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, she went to a 7-Eleven, which isn't that unusual. She used their microwave, which isn't that unusual. But what she put in the microwave is a little unusual. Apparently, it was a urine sample. Now, I don't know... I don't know if she thought maybe she'd microwave the whatever out of it. You um, know? Does I that work? A, I have a theory. <laughs> All right, Matt. I think it's she had the pee for a while. Yeah. But then she's going to do the sample. Ah, uh, so she needed to warm needed it up. She needed body temperature. She needed to warm it up. So she's, she's a thinker. So what do you you put it in for 20 seconds? Or? I think a, a 2.5, 5 seconds maybe. Okay. Well, anyway, she put it in too long and it blew up. And it blew up the, the microwave and it would just... <laughs> oh, he blows up a microwave. The more you learn. so bad. <laughs> that would be so bad. You wouldn't want to be the next person putting your hoagie in that thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and you know somebody was. I just got to warm up my coffee real quick. Oh. There it is. That is definitely your... What a sheet's head. head. There it is. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's a 709. My name is Chris Sheets. Jacqueline Sweeney's to my right. Uh, Matt DeBurr's uh, straight ahead where I like him. You know, mm-hmm. just like the teachers used to. Right, at, <laughs> right in the front of the class. Did you spend more time at the front like I did, or were you more of a time in the hallway kind of a guy, Matt? Uh, started in the back. Yeah. Got moved to the front. Yeah. And then several times in the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. But did you make the other kids laugh in class, like most importantly? I did. Yeah. That's, but none of the girls, which no. was the real important one. <laughs> I bet you they remember you like, remember that Matt guy? He was so funny. Oh, no, they don't. No. <laughs> I was only funny to the guys. Yeah, I said. Pretty much still am. I, <laughs> yep. I've said, I've said it forever. My wife and I, uh, you know, we started dating in like junior high and she was one grade below me. If she would have been in the same grade as me, she would have never, ever, ever gone out with me. There's no way a girl in that class would have put up with that. They oh, they could, I don't know. They got enough of it in school. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, thank God my wife went to a different school. Yeah. <laughs> she almost needed to be from a different planet. <laughs> At least a different city, which she is. All right. Anyway, so it's National Teacher Day. So that's what we're called Appreciation Day. So mm-hmm. we appreciate the teachers. Uh, we're looking for your stories. Tales from the classroom teachers. Uh, you can share them right now. Yes, Matt, you got some music for us. We just got this text. It is adorable. They say, I teach grade one and it's magical. The squeals and excitement you experience when you first open a piece of paper and discover they made a snowflake for you or when the yellow painted hand shakes a friend's blue painted hand and now it turns green. It's the first bouquet of dandelions of the season that make you look at this flower in a different way. I love it and I can't wait to see these little munchkins this morning. Awesome. Man, they really go from that to something else. (laughs) (laughs) You want to get them early. 
Really? Yeah. Hit Se- the laser lettuce on Instagram. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 780 is uh, always the number to call. Kathleen, you as well teach grade one, and that's just an adorable time to teach the kids, isn't it? It really is, and they say the darn thing, too. Yes, they do, and it's usually about their mothers. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Is it not? Well, I mean, my rule is always if the uh, parents don't tell me all the things that the kids say at home, then I don't necessarily tell them all the things that they say about them in the classroom. Oh, That's I like thing. that. Perfect. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't want to know anyway. No. Yeah. <laughs> but what kind of crazy stories do you have? Fun stuff. Well, this has happened twice. And every Easter, we read the Easter story, and I have this resource called Resurrection Eggs. Okay. And it goes through 12 Easter eggs. We open them on a daily basis, and it has a little object that goes with the story of Easter. And the kids get really into it, and there's lots of anticipation. They get really excited. So one morning I had a student come and say, are we going to open an erection egg again today? An erection egg. An erection egg, yes. <laughs> and, and what do you do when they say this? I mean, how do you keep a straight face? You stifle the laugh and you say, yes, we are going to open another resurrection egg today. <laughs> <laughs> Puts a whole new spin on Easter, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, man, there you go. So then they go home and tell their parents what they're doing. We opened a big old erection egg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The whole class was excited. <laughs> Any concerned calls from parents over that? <laughs> nope, that's why I have a nice class blog to explain what we do each day so there that there's is. no confusion. There oh, it is. perfect. The class blog. Yeah. And that address is. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's a National Teacher Appreciation Day, so we're appreciating those teachers uh, today. Jack, you actually still. Really close to some of your teachers, right? Mrs. Chizotti, my phys ed teacher in grade 12. I still chat with her. Mm-hmm. You were good at phys ed? I know. I think I still owe her for giving me a good mark. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, literally the most yeah, uncoordinated person on the planet. So. Yeah, but she inspired me. I mean, she's just like a good person. And yeah. yeah, she inspired me for sure. All right. Awesome. Another texter says, the worst is having your mom as a teacher at your school. Oh. It's mission impossible to do anything you're not supposed to. I think they uh, purposely... Make sure that if you have a mom or dad who's a teacher, you don't you're not in their class. Yeah, yeah. Because it's too awkies yeah. for everybody, and not always. But those uh, those kids can, can rebel sometimes too. Just right? a touch, just a hair. I'm just thinking. There's always the kids smoking darts out by the pump house. Yeah, it's the teacher's kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bradley, tell us about your teacher ex- experiences. The ones that stick with you, uh, but more importantly, I'm, I'm at the stage where I'm looking back at the teachers that my daughters have had. Yes. Uh, everybody on the south side there, I'm sure, has heard of a lady named Mrs. Hum and all of her humbugs. Uh, I've talked to people who've had her 20 years ago that uh, still talk about her, and uh, absolutely right. The the ones that are with you stay with you, and I definitely had a couple of gooders. You know, and a perfect example of that was if, uh, well, it's almost been two years since my dad passed away, and there were, like, teachers who never even, like, had met my father, but came to the funeral. Like, it's just, like, really? crazy. Yeah, you know, and you're just like, holy cow, like, that's that's next level, right? And, um, you know, yeah, we're, we're so lucky to have those people. And, you know, I love my, t- Mr. Zurich was another teacher that I had. He always told me that I'd never get paid to talk for a living, so I just had to prove him <laughs> wrong. <laughs> and I'm, someday I'm going to get paid to do this. You slap that paycheck down <laughs> on his desk. Look yeah. at this, 50 bucks for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. <laughs> 
You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're appreciating those teachers and National Appreciation Day and uh, looking for your stories and thoughts. And lots of texts coming in. Thank you so much for your stories. This texter says, when my brother was entering grade nine, which is the start of high school for us, we had a gym teacher who, who refused to cut him from the basketball team because he believed my brother could be great, healthy, and happy with himself. Well, my brother was overweight at the time, and by the time that he graduated, he was in amazing shape, all because his teacher refused to give up on him and pushed him to not give up on himself. It made a huge impact on my brother. That's pretty amazing. That's That's probably the kid that got cut for your brother. (laughs) (laughs) And another amazing story. I teach kindergarten, and uh, for for a brief time last year, I taught it. And at this age, some have difficulties with pronunciation. Mm. This one day, a little guy was arguing with another, saying he wanted to be the wiener. (laughs) I asked, being at hot dog day, I said, you want a wiener? And he said, no, no, I want to be the wiener. Well, the light bulb suddenly went on, and I said, oh, you want to be a leader today? She said, I believe I have a politician in the making. <laughs> there you go. A little wiener. Love that story. Yes, Simone, uh, you got a thought on a teacher? teacher was Miss Salinas. Uh, she was my homeroom teacher and my biology teacher. When I was in high school, I had a really rough time. I almost didn't graduate, and she whooped me into shape mm-hmm. and got me to graduate. Did one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you have her phone number? We might need her to talk to Matt. Oh, <laughs> yes, I do. I have her on Facebook. All right. I got a pen handy. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, you know what? The uh, rain overnight is certainly going to green things up when it comes to golf courses. And it's uh, golfing season, no doubt about mm-hmm. that. Matt's already been out uh, out three times, which uh, I'm envious about. But uh, sooner hey, or later, are we gonna go? we'll golf together. Sooner or later, we will. But I'm just... I just I don't know if that's a good idea. My arms, Why not? <laughs> my arms get tired from swinging and looking for my balls. It's not that enjoyable for me because I'm just not good enough, right? Well, you're never going to get better if you don't play. All right. That's thanks. the thing. Thanks a lot, Happy Gilmore. No problem. <laughs> it's going to be good. But speaking of that, my friend Glenn Drynan, my friend for many, many years, has the world's greatest golfing story, unless you're him. All right, Glenn, take it away. When did this happen? In the year of 2000. All right. The year 2000. Yes, the the new millennial came in hard for you, my friend. (laughs) Thought it did. All right, so you were at a golf tournament. First of all, it was kind of one of the, it was an interesting golf tournament to say the least. It it was unique. Yeah. Yes, it was. Because? Because it was put on by showgirls. Showgirls. Oh, sweet. Adult entertainment. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. One of those tournaments. Uh, Were there women without shirts on? hold on, hold on. He'll get there, Matt. Matt, Sorry, I'm jumping ahead once again. This is is just like your teenage life. Very premature. (laughs) Classic, Typical Matt. Matt. So before the the shotgun start of this tournament, uh, they made a random draw. And one lucky golfer got to win what? A topless caddy. A topless caddy. So you got to have a topless caddy come along with you. Hand me my boob iron. I mean my one iron. <laughs> <laughs> it was heaven. All right. So Glenn wins, obviously. You know, spoiler alert, Glenn wins. So you go out to hole number. Do you remember the hole number, Matt, uh, Glenn? Oh, you know, I don't. Might, All right. Might have been four. Probably four. Uh, you go out to your hole. You've got your, do you remember the name of your your assistant? <laughs> <laughs> Assistant? Yeah. You're uh, getting Mandy. in trouble. Mandy. There Mandy. Is. <laughs> <All right. laughs> of course it was Mandy. And anyway, so you get out of your, your, your cart and uh, you're there with your topless assistant and you're just about to have the best day of your life, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. 
Okay, the shotgun goes off. The tournament's about to start. What happens then, Glenn? Actually, the shotgun didn't go off. We it, were waiting for the shotgun to go off. It didn't go off. It didn't go off yet. Someone on the <laughs> on the adjacent hole uh, jumped the gun, so to speak. Prematurely. Another, prematurely, yeah. Placed the ball over top of the trees and hit me in the mouth with a golf ball. Uh-huh. Oh, no! So, yeah. so there you are. How many chicklets did you spit out? Um, 12. 12? 12! Oh, Oh, no! Yeah. What, what were you doing? Did you have your mouth open? <laughs> well, yeah, of course you did. You had there. <laughs> I, I cannot answer that. <laughs> so anyway, you go from having the world's greatest day to the world's worst day. You're, you're on your hands and knees picking up your chicklets. Yep. Off you go. Where do you go then? Uh, trying to find a hospital or a dentist. Yeah. My good friend Shorty took me to his dentist in Fort Saskatchewan, and that guy was amazing. He put 37 stitches in my lips that looked like hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> Straightened out my teeth, put everything back in place, and I only missed four holes of the golf tournament. <laughs> you went back? <laughs> uh, wouldn't you? Manny probably was in the ambulance riding with him to the dentist. <laughs> She was. Uh, she wasn't with me. No, but uh, truth be told, I don't know that she even missed me. <laughs> Plus, after you lose twelve teeth, it's hard to look cool when you're talking to a lady. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. Uh, What did that end up costing? Just over twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Nobody can rival this golf injury story. Do you know how many topless caddies you can get for 20 grand? <laughs> Do you, Matt? <laughs> it's anywhere between 20 and 50. Yeah. It's funny now. Oh, <laughs> man. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You know what? We're talking about golfing and uh, strange and unusual injury stories. My friend Glenn told a story about a man getting like literally $20,000 worth of dental work. Uh, 12 teeth were lost when he got hit by a golf ball. It's hard to believe a golf ball can do that kind of damage. But no you kidding. Know what? You get a slice right in the mouth. That's kind of what happens. So we're looking for your stories. Just got this text. I took a golf ball to the top lip trying to get out of a bunker. It gave me a very fat lip and bruised my pride. Just just a little. That'll happen. Some of them pop bunkers. <laughs> just kind of poke Ouch. your head out just like a, a whack-a-mole and bang, you get it, right? Uh, Diane, you got a story for us? Well, I went to a company golf tournament. Uh, this is a few years ago, and it was mostly all women, so we got a little inebriated, just a little. Yeah. And uh, I was on the ninth hole, and by that time, I don't even remember much about how, much, how I played, to yeah. be honest with you. There was a foursome behind us that were really, you know, we're all good friends and everything. We all worked together. And uh, I kind of fell, and I, I just fell. And my girlfriend, who was in the other golf cart, was coming up behind, and she rode over my foot and mm. broke my ankle. Mm. <laughs> Ouch. But I did. Probably because I had a little too much alcohol in me. I did finish playing slightly. If <laughs> wow. I, I, hey. I stayed on the golf cart, let's put it that way. I didn't really play. She did the right thing. She's just trying to stay on the cart path like all the signs say. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We got some incredible texts. Uh, people want to apologize to their mothers. How do you choose one of these? But well, we'll figure it out. And Someone's going to call their mom and, uh, yeah, apologize. As a uh, prospective father, hmm. I am. Uh, <laughs> You're in for it. You know, eye opener here. 
<laughs> All right. Um, uh, this is a cool call. We were talking earlier uh, this morning about National, I guess, Teacher Appreciation Day. How are you doing? Good. I uh, met you guys about a year and a half ago at the Stollery Radio Zone. My son Oliver is uh, a brain tumor survivor and a type 1 diabetic. You guys are passing around my baby, Avery. Yes. And uh, my wife is actually a teacher, Jessica, and uh, she teaches grade 1. So I just wanted to put out a shout out to her for the National Teachers Day and... Uh, yeah, she does everything. She's a teacher. She's a type 1 diabetic mom. Obviously, at the school, she makes sure all the kids are safe. She's on the parent council. Uh, she's fighting for a playground for the new school. And uh, she volunteer coaches basically every team that they have in there. So Wow. And that, well, she- that coaching, seriously, that's next level, too, because, again, they don't get paid for that extra. And, uh, you know, let's face it, coaching is not an easy job. Matt's done it in his life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah, you know, sometimes you get a lot more than you ever wish for when it comes to coaching. Right? What school so- is she at? She's at uh, Corpus Christi over in Walker Lakes on the south side of Edmonton. Worth awesome. the commute. That's where my kids are going now. <laughs> no kidding. Where does awesome. she keep her cape? Yeah. Ho- Oliver's doing well? Oliver's doing amazing. He is, eh? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, we were talking about uh, getting hit by golf balls and Man, there's some mm. crazy stories or, I guess, injuries when it comes to the the golf course. Matt, you got hit once by uh, It wasn't me. It was a buddy. Oh, we yeah. were juniors. Played yeah. a lot back then. Yeah. And uh, we were walking this this particular hole. I just remember it was like a scene from like a Vietnam movie, you know, mm-hmm. when they're all like trudging through the bush. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, just like one of them just like falls down and they all freak out. Yeah. It happened to my buddy. Just He got hit in the calf Man on down. the fly. <laughs> <laughs> and just I heard this, Aah! <laughs> and he was using a pull cart, so he pulls the pull cart down. Clubs go flying everywhere. I'm in hysterics laughing. It was like the sniper got him. Yeah, exactly. Charlie in the woods picked him off. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Hey, Jack, you don't golf. Have you ever golfed? Yes. I actually have my own set of pink golf clubs, but yeah. I prefer the clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah. So I stay safe in because there. Because of injuries. Yeah. Right? That's it. I'm just playing it safe, you guys. Because I could see you after a couple of mimosas, just totally one of those slide off the golf cart. When they, they go right, you go left. One of those kind of things. I like, would definitely be swimming in the pools, ponds, whatever those <laughs> are. <laughs> Driving for balls. <laughs> yeah. Not necessarily on purpose. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So we're looking for, uh, well, get us ways to try to apologize to mom. I mean, we probably could just apologize for the rest of our lives. It wouldn't be enough, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about some of us in the room. I got a laundry list. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think I do too. Uh, so we've, uh, anyway, Derek called us and or emailed or texted us, and he had, was one of many people that wanted to say sorry to their mom. And we got his mom on the line right now. Karen, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good. Thank you for taking our call. Mm-hmm. You know, we're noticing that a lot of mothers are pretty reluctant to take phone calls from their kids for some reason. A little hesitant. Mother's Day is coming up on Sunday, of course. Uh, in my view, truly one of the most important days of the year. You guys just, uh, you know, moms are just so awesome, and you're always there for us. Derek, yep. <laughs> your mom is on the line. Hi, Amy. And, and your text was basically, you know, she's been there for you in a lot of different ways. Yeah, uh, my truck broke down not too long ago, and she and my grandparents went out and bought me, well, not new, but new to me, Mazda Tribute. Yeah. Uh, she's gotten me jobs when mine have fell through. She's just been so supportive of, well, most most of my endeavors. <laughs> <laughs> what a good mom. Yeah. Can you think of anything in particular that would make you really want to say sorry when it comes to your endeavors, Derek? Personally speaking, I would just like to apologize for not helping out around the house as much. 
as I probably should have. And I'd also like to apologize for being just a little hellion when I was younger mm. in high school and what have you. Yeah, Karen, is he speaking the truth? Yeah, you know, putting the school on lockdown was not a good idea. <laughs> putting the whole school on what now? <laughs> what was I put the school lockdown. on lockdown. Oh, no. One of those days. Yeah. One of those days. <laughs> like you say, like it happens all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Twice, one week. It was a misunderstanding. It always it is. Was, it was a misunderstanding. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Tell your mom how you really feel, and then we're going to give her a pennant for Michael Anthony Jewelers, and that whole lockdown incident will be, you know, it'll be just a thing of the past. So, Mom, from the bottom of my heart, I apologize. I accept. I love you, baby. Aww, that's so cute. Our hearts are on lockdown now. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country. 103.9.